is the Squadcast. I'm Joe Tutino. You're listening to Chris, your uncle Tucker, and Ed Rodriguez. Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick. Woo! That's the worst Joe Tutino impression. It's, it's the worst, yes. And I don't even think people do or, Joe Tutino impressions. Or. The only. It's the only one, so it's the best one. The thing Joe Tutino does impressions of himself, just to keep himself <laughs> sharp. Uh, well, welcome to the Squadcast. We are on location at each other's houses, respectively. I don't know if you know, but or you knew this from the last episode we recorded. Uh, Chris is no longer in California. He, he is he is on another planet, planet North Carolina. Bro, you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> what you is up, no sir? Yeah, you're you're two weeks into your new place and, and new surroundings, new abode. Yeah, not even two weeks. Like I think ten days, nine or ten days. I got here on Monday, the eighteenth. What's the date today? The 27th. 27th? So yeah, about nine days, nine yeah. That's yeah. um, cool. North Carolina's all right. North Carolina's cool. Have you it, seen uh, Petey Pablo yet? I've seen people who look like Petey Pablo. And have you gone up to like, Petey Pablo? And they go, they start twirling their... Oh, no, I don't talk to anybody. No? <laughs> I, t- I talk to my boss, man. That's it. Um, yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's lonely. <laughs> I know you're by you're all you're all by yourself for for a couple. I don't have. There's no way to there's no way to sugarcoat that. But you know it's it's you know it's fine. It's what I'm doing. It's cheap. It's a cheap place to live. That's kind of cool. Like as someone who's been poor for 35 years, uh, it's nice to fill up a gas tank for 30 bucks. Uh, You know, there's a thanks Obama. Uh, Nobody says that here. No one says that here. Not, not even ironically. No, well, that's I'm the so thing. Red. Like, I live, I live in Raleigh technically, but like, I work in, I work in a city called Apex, and we're really close to Cary. Um, and both of those places definitely did not vote for Obama, mm. like one hundred percent, and not not in the like poor conservative, but in the rich conservative way. Um, yeah. So yeah, nobody's saying thanks Obama down here, but it's cool. Overall, it's cool. I, I certainly got out of being interested in politics at the right time of my life because I don't care about anyone's politics now. And this is a good place to live if you don't give a shit about what anyone else does. That's the main thing here. Nobody cares what anybody else is doing. That's good. Like, is yeah. it just everyone's like, is it? I mean, how is it friendly? Is it people just, just not? They're pretty friendly. Yeah, most everybody's, most everyone's super friendly. Um, but it's like, I was telling Erica, you know, how, how people will say they don't like in LA, people will be like, Oh, I don't care what anybody does. It's just like, you know, I'm just doing my own thing. But then if you say, we're if you, if you were lives, like, Chris. right. But if you were, if you, if you were living your best life and voted for Trump, they would want to talk to you about it. You know what I mean? Here, they don't care who you voted for. They don't, they don't care. They don't care about you and your shit. Like your house is your house and your business and that's it. And they don't, they're not interested in other people's lives. They're just interested in their own lives. And like, if you encroach into their life, like now they care about you. But other than that, nobody here gives a shit about anything that you got going on. It's just, it's all your business. They're just worried about what's in their property line. Yeah. Oh, don't cross somebody's property line. Yeah. You will get fucked. <laughs> you will get fucked up quickly. Um, that part is, is definitely true, but yeah, overall, overall, it's pretty, it's cool. It's just, it's lonely, but besides that, it's all good. You haven't like explored or anything? Like you haven't gone like to downtown or to like a, I see you like go, go out when you're working, you have like little trails or little, like a lot I, of I walk. Yeah. I go for a walk. Cause I have, I have an hour lunch for the first time since I was 17. It's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's the way it's supposed to be. And I still like, I still eat, like I have a 30 minute lunch, like I did at Whole Foods. So like I, I destroy my food in 10 minutes and yeah. then I just like sit and wait. 
Um, and you got to wait because it's like stuck here. So it's going down real slowly because you just stuffed it in. Your bags. Well, I, I have to wait because I'm, I'm salary for the first time in my life. So there's no incentive to go back to work early. <laughs> so it's like, I'll, if I have two minutes left, I'll go sit in my car. Like there's no reason whatsoever uh, to go back any earlier. You know, I like my job, but I don't like it enough to essentially work for free, at least in my mind, work for free. Um, so yeah, I go out on, on little walks and all that, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. It's beautiful. It rains, it rains pretty, we got a thunderstorm yesterday. Um, and so I definitely understand why it's as green as it is, but it, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's all good. You would love it. I honestly believe you would love it, dude. You, you would get a kick out of it. I remember like the first time God, I keep getting, keep going red. There we go. I assume you're not posting the video, so it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. I'm posting it. It's going on YouTube, baby. You're turning red. Why would you do that? YouTube.com slash the squadcast 96 or something or whatever. Don't call it that. <laughs> got to get it right. It's easy. Oh yeah. It, well, it That's is. my impression of you, by the way. Thank you. I will. It's, it's the best and worst impression of me. It's the only one. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, things have been crazy, dude. Um, you know, dealing with uh, with Denise's mother's post surgery stuff, like having a lot of people in and out of the house. It's just been like, I don't want people. That sounds to nice. It's <laughs> <laughs> you're having a problem with not pe- not people being over, it, and I'm having a problem with people, too be- too many people are over my yeah. house. You, I mean, yours will level out. Mine will mine will get fixed. Mine's I got, I think I have 49 days, and then Erica and Damien are here. So I'm almost there. Well, aren't you going to be flying out for the graduation and then you guys go? Yeah, but I, I fly back by myself because I got to go to work. Excuse me. So I, uh, I fly out. I fly back to L.A. on the 7th. And then I think I leave on the 11th or something like that because I got to work the next day. So I'll be I'll be home for the weekend pretty much. And uh, Jonas's graduation. And then I got to come back to work. I like my job, though. My job's cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah, man. Into a field that you're like want to be in and i've never liked a job before like i've never well the other thing is like not knowing anybody here and not having anything to do um i look forward to going to work on monday because i like my weekends are super depressing because i just sit inside the house and it's dark and um you know that whole game um so i look for yeah i look forward to going to work just because it gives me something to do but I got, I got into our fitness center, so I'm working out again. That's, you know, it's keeping me alive. Yeah, I'm mostly yeah. just trying to not kill myself at this point. Well, yeah. Uh, I know. I saw, you, I, I, saw, I saw you. You tagged me in a post. And so, like, I was like, oh, he tagged me, like, early, early morning. And I'm like, bro, yeah. I'm just waking up. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you in, like, 10 hours. <laughs> like, I, I try to get – I start working out at, like, 5.30, 5.30, um, and get a good, like, half hour, 45 minutes in, then get out get ready for work. Yeah, I live like I live like a divorced dad who never sees his kid. <laughs> what's uh, what's Milhouse's dad's name? Kurt Van Houten. Yeah, that's me, bro. <laughs> You're living that life for the next like two months. I feel sorry for anyone who has to hear this show. That's like, man, they used to be so charismatic when they were in the same room, and now they're just talking about how sad and depressing their lives are. Like the last time he was in a closet. Well, you know, this is how it's going to go, man. They, they're going to get what they're going to get and they're going to like it or they don't. As always, you're welcome to stop listening at any time. It's perfectly fine. I don't Look, know why you're listening this long. We prefer other people too. So I'm just like, <laughs> I don't listen to this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And no Ben this week, uh, we're trying to, we're still trying to figure out like the setup of all this stuff. And we have to figure out how to get Tucker in on like if I go in the studio with with Ben and we're, it's all gonna get figured out, you know. Right now it's it's everywhere right now, but we're fine. You're fine. It'll be all right. It'll be fine. Your life will your lives will go on with or without without us. I mean, it's oh, better with I was, us. I was like, "What's happening to us? Are we out of here? We're dying. We're, we're dying. We're leaving." Oh God, San Lorenzo's gonna lose this game. Are you watching? You're being distracted. Well, I'm I'm following the game. They're playing uh, Newell's Old Boys. Um, so. Messi's Messi's club. De God. I watch a lot of soccer. I'm catching up on my soccer where I didn't have time back home. Like I have nothing but time here. So like I, I watch City Liverpool. I, I get to watch. I've been watching the Newcastle games. 
and you watch him at like a normal human hour. Oh, you can watch soccer all day long on Saturday here. It's amazing. It starts. I woke up late. I woke. I went to bed at like one or two in the morning, and I woke up at I think eight thirty, eight o'clock, eight thirty, something like that. And the Newcastle lineup had just came out. And I was like, right the fuck on. I lazied in bed for a few more minutes and then got up, watched the whole game. Then MLS started right after, watched MLS all day. It's yeah, you can East Coast is terrible, but it's a great place for sports viewing. The Galaxy games are hard, man, because the Galaxy oh, games start so late. They yeah. start so late. But we've been you've been so this last one was was bad, but they've been pretty early. Like in 1030. They all start 1030, man. Every 730 game is 1030 for me. I know, but this was like the first 730 game. Like it's this when like we played Chicago. Game. When we played Chicago, I was in Oklahoma City. So that that was fine. Um that Oklahoma is fucking beautiful. Everything after New Mexico is really, really nice. New Mexico is awful, the worst state that I drove through by far. But you hit Oklahoma and beyond, and it's really, really nice. Was it like the people? They were just like dickheads or? Well, it's like the the terrain wasn't great. Like I liked the rock formations and all that. The 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 geology was really cool. Um, I feel like everything but just it's just like yellow. It's like dirt. Yeah, it's a lot of dirt and rocks. And then it's a bunch of people who live around dirt and rocks who are not happy about it. And clearly, clearly a lot of drugs. I think from New Mexico to probably Tennessee, I didn't get helped by a single person that had a full set of teeth. Like at all. Bro, it's, it's where the, the blue meth was invented. Well, it's like the meth, and I'm sure, you know, it's, it's just it's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of poverty in the middle of the country. I know we're bouncing all over the place today, but I haven't talked to Ed in, in two weeks. Um, yeah, there's a lot of poverty out there, man. Like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's it's... It's a uh, COVID doesn't exist anywhere outside of California. Like, no, there are no masks anywhere in America outside of California. Uh, what else is there? What else is different? I know there was something else. Oh, um, no one uses the phrase Native American outside of California, like Arizona and beyond. It's all Indian. It's still Indian. Yeah, it's all Indian. Well, it, it, like the Native Americans. Because, you know, I understand the majority of the people listening to this are in California, and I'm not trying to trigger anybody. The The Native Americans, uh, they use the phrase Indian because they're just trying to sell shit. Like, they're trying to sell moccasins and Indian beads and paintings and all that shit. And they're like, we're not... Leather like, and, and turquoise jewelry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of that. But we're not trying to we're not trying to bury the lead here. Like, we're trying to sell this to people who want to buy Indian shit, not people who want to buy Native American shit. So they're just like Indian jewelry, Indian rugs, Indian, you know, Indian moccasins, whatever, Indian, whatever. It's just, it's all Indian. Uh, there are some absolutely gigantic Indian casinos, like outside of Arizona, New Mexico area, like in Oklahoma, a lot in Oklahoma and even Tennessee. I mean, f- like, like stadiums, like gigantic Indian casinos. Get, get that paper, man. But it, they were so big, you couldn't believe they were actually, I mean, it's going to sound racist, but it's cool because I'm in the South now, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. You couldn't believe it was owned by Native Americans. It was it's such a big building. I was like, oh, man, that's an evil white person that owns that building for sure. The, the person who's actually making money off of this is definitely like a Brett Hansen. He's like, I'm 132nd <laughs> Navajo. <laughs> Yes, Brett Hansen, 137, 137? 132. Oh, 132nd Navajo, for sure. But it's cool. If you get a chance to drive across the country, like definitely do it. It's awesome. It's beautiful. Yeah, I just had um, a coworker said she drove to like Florida over the like break we had. I'm like, you know what's crazy? That's it, it, crazy. It seems crazy, but like it's it's really big. It's a big fucking country. But once you start driving across it, you're like, ah, it's not, you know. It's not that big. Like it's big, but it's big enough where you could drive across it in a couple of days. And it's, you know, I did it in four days and three nights. You could easily do it in three days and two nights. If you just were like, if I had a more reliable car, I could have did it in three days and two nights. Easy, easy money. You should try it, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to do it. There's like those um, sites you see like, oh, here's the best route for 
going across the country and you can see mm-hmm. all the oh you take the 40 take the 40 that's for right. sure that's yeah what that's what i took it's beautiful yeah someday someday um, you're never leaving you're never leaving la what are you talking about what are you talking about i'm, I'm moving to new mexico <laughs> sell indian jewelry i need i need to i need to get my meth body there you go oh meth how, chic. Do, how do you think i'm gonna lose this last hundred pounds <laughs> getting ready for the summer <laughs> i need my summer meth body summer meth body baby yeah uh, but yeah man it's so let's let's talk some galaxy i know we um we missed a couple of games we missed a big one we we, we missed the, the the week after lafc um a lot's been happening since since we last recorded. Um, I don't know, man. Should we let's just should we talk about Nashville? Do you want to get into like a little bit of the past we've missed? Or it's already bedtime for me, sir. So whatever you want to do is fine. Oh, bedtime. Chris has a bedtime now. This now he's he's I gotta work. His, his I got shit adult, in the morning. He's 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 hitting his peak adulthood adulthood now. Well, I'm salary, so I guess I can stumble in a little late. It's not got, a big deal. Got himself a big boy job. <laughs> got himself a big boy salary. Now he's like, you know, I, all the time, all the shit time, all the times he would talk shit about me where I'm like, I gotta wake up early for my job. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm like, what a what a puss. Can, got, look can, at him. Do you want to do you want to add some context to how I talk shit about you? Because sure. the point was, the point was, even when I was unemployed, I was waking up before you. So all of your complaining about when you needed to, to wake up hey, was moot because hey, I was no, still waking up at, no, no at one, six in the morning. No one told you to have a child. Oh, oh, this is coming back. Just so you know, <laughs> just so you're aware, this shit's coming back. <laughs> it's like a boomerang going to smack you in the side of the head. Uh, yeah, whatever, dude. I'm going to keep you up for, you know what? Three hour podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, oh, my connection is going away. Oh, oh. shit. My hand disappeared. Your whole body just right now. Ah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. That's never going to happen again. So no. if you want to record Fridays, Saturdays, we record right after a game, three hours if you want. Doesn't mean a thing to me. Let's do it. We'll do it. Yeah, especially when's the Galaxy games at the Well, we can do an episode right after the game because I think it's 3.30 my time this weekend. Against ours? I have no idea. I think it's our, yeah, it's, well, it's definitely RSL, but I think it's 3.30 my time. So it'd be 12.30 you guys. Um, yeah, we can record right after if you want. See if Ben can figure out live. That'd be fun. I won't be available Saturday. Who told you to have a kid? No one. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 34-year-old child. What do you got to do? What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, Saturday. No, I don't have anything going on Saturday. Your default I'm was saving. to lie to get out of it. Just so uh, you, you know, <laughs> I got things to do. Uh, a 12 a 12 30 show, well i guess it'd be like a 2 30 show your default was to be like i can't do it yeah i can't do it it's out of, it's out of the question i can't do it in case you guys wondered how much ed cared about all of you a lot <laughs> oh well <laughs> all right let's talk nashville man um you were able to watch the game did you did you you were living it on that such an exciting what was going to be a nil-nil game until the god Dejan Jokovic saved us. Yeah, kid. I mean, he's right. He deserves. He's played himself into deserving more minutes. I think it's his third goal, uh, first this season. All getting junk minutes. I mean, essentially junk minutes. Yeah. Um, well, it's, and it it's, it's what it is. It's, it's junk minutes. It is what it they're is. junk minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's the end of the game. It's usually the substitutions you would do to slow down um, another team pressing on you or advancing on you, things like that. Um, yeah, I thought he did. He did. He performed brilliantly in the time he was in. Found the right space. Took a took a great uh, tight angle shot uh, to get three points. Best celebration. I watch a lot of Galaxy highlights. Best celebration I've ever seen in any of those highlights. I mean, that was that was what fantastic. Calling, what they call the Lars lift now. The Lars lift. I love it. Yeah. Uh, hope to see it in FIFA twenty three. Um, yeah, if he's making, he's certainly making a case for starting over Cabral if we're going to maintain the this this four four two with yeah. with two forwards if you're playing Cabral at forward there's no real logic in playing uh starting him over Dejan who is effective in some way where with Cabral you're you're mostly ineffective I get I get the the, the other attributes he has 
I get that he he wears on defenses and he kind of stretches def- defenders, puts Chicharito in better spots. And since he is your primary goal scorer, that's great. But um, I forget who it was. Someone in Guessman's Discord mentioned it this week. Chicharito's had uh, uh, calf injuries every season he's been with us. Um, it's it's almost inevitable, right? If no one else is scoring but Chicharito, you're a single calf injury that's probably likely at this point away from nobody scoring. So I, even you've, you've brought up on the show that he's never been a, you know, 3,000 play player. Yeah, he's not, he's not going to give you 3,000 minutes, and we're already pacing him out for a 3,000-minute season. So at some point, you know, you, you got to start sharing this load a little bit. And, and the majority of the argument is, do you start Dejan with Chicharito, which is still going to put Chicharito at a 3,000-minute season, so you're still setting him up to get injured. But we can't even, we can't even cross that bridge right now. you got to look at, we start someone who is, who is mostly ineffective every single match he's in. He has intangibles that are beneficial for sure. Um, and, and, and that benefit Javier's game, but Chicha had a, 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 a cross that was on a plate. If Javi was on the end of that, he, you know, obviously he's not crossing to himself, but if he was on the end of it, it's a certain goal and Cabral just completely whiffs on it. Chicharito's not even yelling at him. He's not gesticulating to him. It's nothing. He just turns around, lowers his head and walks away. When the most positive that, that guy was, that was after he he's was has been yelling at the dude for like the whole game. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like and he's visibly done. frustrated with the dude and just like I'm done. What's the point? Yeah, what, what what why we're gonna play him again? He's gonna start the next game. So what's the point? Um, when that guy, when Captain Hyper Positivity is just walking away and giving up on you, like it, it tells you everything you need to know. And then when Dejan scores, when everyone celebrates with him, Javier st- stood back and waited and took his time and let Dejan do his whole celebration. And then when he was done celebrating, like then they kind of did their celebrations together. And you're like, all right, well. Yeah, yeah like the teacher chemistry. was doing his thing. And then JJ was like, pew, 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 pew. there's chemistry. Like there is a chemistry between those two. Um so yeah, I hope he gets a start. He's certainly given himself a case for it, an argument for it. Um, yeah, because you know, we're gonna come up on he... some. We're gonna come up some months where it's like six games in a month. Like it's it's some of these schedules. Like later on, it's it's really crazy. That's that's chiefly where you would play Dejan and Cabral, where you play Dejan up top by himself and maybe sub Cabral out. Like in a midweek um, game, or, like or start him like, on the bench. Give Chicha like some of the like rest he he should probably be getting. Give him the junk minutes. Give him the last 15, 20 minutes. Let him see if he can do something. Um, like looking, know, at, I, looking at May schedule alone, there's six games. Yeah, I mean that's rough. That's that's going to be that's going to be hard on a team that has a pretty consistent starting eleven and not the deepest bench in the world. You know that's part of Greg's issue. Um, your you, if, if you're trying to win these games, and look, I'm not complaining by a stretch. What are we second, third in the West? I'm, I'm not complaining. Like we're still we're still making the most out of what we have. But if you're, if you're, we're, we're still over-reliant on a singular center forward, which has been a problem for coming on five years now. That if it's not, if it's not one guy playing center forward, scoring all your goals, nobody's scoring any goals. That's always going to be, that's always eventually going to bite you. Um, Yeah. Cause you think back on the days where it's, you had Robbie, you had Jossie, you had Landon, you had Mike, you had all these guys who can contribute goals. Beckham would contribute, you know, Buttle. five, six of the season, Buttle, you know, it wasn't always just, we have one dude who's going to score. And if he's not scoring, we're, we're screwed. Yeah. And at least with, with, with the other guys, like, like Alan Gordon, McGee, you had guys who played a different game than the main forward. Dejan is a poacher. Like he, he, in, in general plays a similar game to Javier, which I think is part of the reason they don't play together all that often. Uh, but you just got to deal with how you're built and the way we're built is, is over very hyper over-reliant on Chicharito and not a ton of second options past him, which is the same way we were built on Zlatan over super hyper over-reliant on a singular center forward. And then not a lot. Of, and then Zubak with all due respect, like not a lot of, not a lot of extra options past the main guy. It seems like a disaster. It seems like you're you're built for a potential disaster. So far, we've avoided it, which is great. We're doing, we're playing really well. I think we have four clean sheets. We have four sellouts for the stadium. Like we're overall, it's not a complaint by a stretch. But there, you can certainly hear 
uh, a growing swell of the fan base that, that have kind of called time on Cabral. You're even seeing gap MLS talking heads like MLS, New York, you know, headquarter guys saying, eh, probably time to cut bait on Cabral and see what you can do. Yeah. I think, I think the only thing that's actually helped us out is that the defense seems somewhat stabilized, you know, Kulabali. Kulabali, oh, Kulabali. Uh, uh, next to Edwards has probably been, you know, the, one of the best defenders of the year so far. Um, can, I, can I go you one further? And I wish, he I is, wish he is the best defender of the year. I know you can't say it. And that's Edwards does it, but he doesn't defend. What are you talking about? Yes, he but does. If you look at, if you look at the main thing Raheem Edwards does all the plaudits he gets, isn't for defense. It's for what he contributes in attack. If you're talking just about breaking up, uh, uh, just about breaking up opponents attacks, the main defender we have this year, crazy as it sounds, is Sega Kulabali. Yeah, well, see, I think Edwards has done a fantastic job of being a guy who disrupts a lot of attacks, um, especially like catching catching attacker slip in and, you know, taking one too many touches. You see Edwards step in and, and you know, sneak a ball out. You know, he does that quite often. But, I, I mean, I do agree. I think I think Sega has been um, surprisingly been a lot better than, than he has was last year but i would say that a lot of, i would say that a lot about the defenders like you know you know Derek williams is getting back in there and and he's looking like he you know when he first got here um edwards is, is tremendous um Araujo's probably been the biggest disappointment this year he's, get, he's getting better Oof. it's still it's still i don't know if he's bought into the hype or what's going on but it, it, he's getting he's getting closer he's just not he's not that consistent julian that we had before uh, it's just he's he's probably been my my biggest disappointment this year so far. You can say whatever people want to say, Cabral, Cabral. I know what Cabral is bringing. Like he hasn't been disappointing disappointment. He's just been Cabral. He's like been it's Cabral, not been, yeah. it's not been it's not been different. It's been him from last year. Um, and then it actually is. I mean, if it was you're disappointing from when in the preseason where you know we saw him one game, one and a half games, where he looked like okay, maybe he's he's changed a little bit. Oh man, it's the same. So I can't really been like I can't really be. Well, that's the thing with Cabral. What have, <laughs> what, what have you gotten from that guy so far? You've gotten a, a preseason game where he was good, and you got an open cup game against a lower quality opponent where he was good. That's it. Yeah, but even even with the lower, you know, the USL team, it's like you should be better than them. You're you're uh, a DP. From for one of the you know the best teams in the league that you know the premier team in the league. He's a young DP too, so he's he's purchased five year deal, as you corrected me because I completely forgot about last year. Uh, he's got three and a half years left, give or take, depending on how you want to slice this year. He's got three and two two thirds year left, whatever. Um, you buy him as a project. You buy him as a sellable project. Who the fuck besides us? would pay money for him who in the world no how do you who is the person and we are we all already know the answer to this maybe, question maybe just sell him on the on the name of of him just being with us alone like we used to be able to do that but who who in the world signs kevin and remy cabral yeah mm. I'm going to say no one. Jovan Krovsky. Jovan Krovsky, yeah. Jovan Krovsky, yeah. He'd be the one. You know, the same guy who did the Shelvick deal? And the same guy who did the Pipo Gonzalez deal? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking about it while I was, I was, I was walking on my lunch break. Can, can you imagine someone who brings Zlatan Ibrahimovic to major league soccer and is still the most hated person in the club. <laughs> Did he really though? Hey, look, that's the like, story. He was, Zlatan, we didn't, we didn't, that's the whole thing. We didn't choose Zlatan. Zlatan chose us. Yeah. But he, they had lunch. They're friends. They know each other. They're, you know, they're, they're connected and all that, but you, 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 you managed to, to, to help here. We'll phrase it this way. You managed to help facilitate. Zlatan Ibrahimovic coming to the galaxy, coming to major league soccer when he's, he's not, you know, he's not, 
he's not uh highest quality Zlatan, but he's still Zlatan in his pomp and he's still he still got it and he still yeah, had that aura. It, was a, it was an unknown thing with that after his injury and all that stuff you know yeah but prior he i mean the guy went back to ac milan is leading Serie A right now with Zlatan playing playing as their their main center forward oh he's he's one of the sole reasons they, yeah he's one of the reasons they you know got back to where they're at now yeah because they were they still, were like eighth place and like you know not even close to being where they the were two was the manager anything. yeah it was rough times they he got Zlatan here before he went back to milan before he he, he went back to competing for a Serie A title and things like that and he and jovan is still disliked by by the fan base that that i would consider you know in the know a little bit more more knowledgeable about it it it, it speaks to the increased knowledge today than than i would say we had when we were first getting into it or when we were first you know really getting into supporters groups and stuff like that well i think that's why we 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 cry out for the the importance of independent you know media or whatever you want to call us or independent voices back when we were starting out there was literally nobody there was like maybe one or two soccer reporters was... locally and that was it when was the last time you read ivis's website <laughs> it was must read stuff back in the day right i couldn't tell you the last time i i, I, I... even followed that dude on twitter yeah it's a whole new world, but it's great. That's the way it's supposed to be. But that's it's what I'm supposed saying. to grow and, organically. And with Karofsky, is it is one Zlatan offset all the other bad choices? No, not even As, close. You know, in the last, I mean, not not counting this year, you know, because we do look, you know, better than we have in the last six or whatever. But those six years, like, you know, what have they done to raise the profile of the team, raise the, you know, on-field product? It's two different questions. The profile of the team, oh, Amori Turnovet. Amore. The, the on-field product, not 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 a ton. No. But Amore. I saw um, I saw uh I saw a Galaxy executive, we'll say. I saw a Galaxy executive at the LASC game. I was hammered. And uh I bumped into him. I was like, you know, effectively all you do is follow our Hispanic players around with a cell phone. <laughs> to show people that we have, we have Mexican American players. He's like, no, I don't. I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. You, you pretty much do. I was like, I can pull up Instagram right now. I guarantee you Julian's six of 10. It's like, no, he's not. I'm like, eh, might be five, but it's probably six of 10. It's, it's, it's going to be in that area. We, we've, we've made moves. I think, to, we did on, I think we did it on the show where we went through yeah. Instagram and was like, let's count them. We've made moves to, to alter the profile of the of the club as a whole on field uh, you know you'd probably say we've slipped backwards a little bit um you'd probably say we slipped backwards a lot there's definitely eras like we you know the beckham era was like let's get the europeans in let's like you know the the known european soccer players and then once that ended it's like okay we need to we need to do something can't, can't really say it but we won with those guys a lot it was it was it was nice when we were winning with those guys. I, just, maybe something you revisit when you're also, done with your current project. We also had Bruce Arena, who's like, will is will go down as the best coach ever to coach in this league. Oh, don't say ever, don't say ever. I mean, ever, ever is uh, ever is ever is scary for a long time, probably for a long time. But you know, look, we're that what people forget is there were there were people who existed entirely i'll use man united there were people who existed entirely or not existed entirely but the majority of their core manchester united fan base fandom was under sir matt busby and they thought busby was going to be it busby was the best that we'd ever get there no, no one's ever going to overtake busby and then they got ferguson no one's ever going to overtake ferguson that one might be true yeah, yeah i'm like <laughs> wait one, i'm waiting for the next one because be i don't know but you know, it's no one thinks about Manchester United's, you know, 1964 season, but uh, it was probably really, really important to someone. And it, the Galaxy are going to operate the exact same way. When we're old men, you know, Damien will certainly learn about the 2011, 2012, or, you know, I'm his dad. So who's going to learn about the 2010 Galaxy season? Cause that's my favorite. Um, but they'll learn about some of these old, 
these old legendary teams, but it won't be theirs. They're going to look at it a different way. And, and, you know, we're blessed to have had the era that we got and they're going to have their eras. And, and, you know, for all, you know, someone's going to come in, Robbie Keane's going to pick up the reins and coach someday and, and coach the galaxy to three championships in a row. And you and I will still be sitting on a porch going, yeah, but he doesn't hold a candle to Bruce Arena. And Damien will be like, are you out of your mind, dad? What are you talking about three in a row? And you're yeah, like, yeah, but those but Bruce Arena days were, whew. He beat RSL, son. What do you want? Like, it's, you know, he, he had to stop Seattle when Seattle was trying back before they got relegated to the USL one. You know, it's it, you just don't understand that you, you know, it's hard for people to understand we're, we're only stewards for a short amount of time. And we get to enjoy this for a short amount of time, but you know, the club will be 60 years old before you know it. If you're lucky, if you're lucky enough to live long enough to see it, you know, damn near 30 years before you know it will be 40 years. Before you know it will be a 50 years. And what you remember from the 2011, 2012 season, whatever, isn't going to matter. It's, it's, it's going to be peanuts. They're going to be like, what the hell was a DP rule? The young DP. That'll, that'll be, you know, not existing in 10 years. Well, imagine explaining GAM and TAM and all that stuff. Uh, uh, no, imagine trying to explain the allocation order when, when you know, say the purse strings get released someday and the, the owners finally get to, to actually splash money on players. And you have to explain how when a, when a national player, when the U.S. men's national team player was returning to Major League Soccer, he had to go through an allocation list. So you had to trade for the rights to a player you have no, that the other team has no right to because he has no interest in going to that team. You know, it's, it's, we all just get eras. We all get really fun eras and, you it's know, like, shamefully, this what, is the current one. What do you mean you have a, a Gareth Bale as your, as your allocation list or whatever, whatever it's called, whatever it's called. Might go to United. Yeah. He might, it's a, the rumor is he's going to go to DC United, which would be. Discovery. That that's what it's going to say. Like a discovery. Discovery. Whatever. Yeah. Like, Did how, you discover yeah. Benzema? How is that yeah, possible? He, he played 600 games at Real Madrid. What do you no. mean he was discovered by Charlotte FC? It's because we have Mikey Stevens as our as our director of scouting. So, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I that too. About that. Mike Stevens, man. Eh, good on him. Get a job. Get a job while the while the getting's good. Is there anybody anyone who's unemployed? This is the time to go meet Chris Klein. He's gonna take care of you. He's I know Nick. Find- I, I go find out what years. church he goes to. Go find out what church he goes to. Just hang out with them. Be yeah. cool. I've known Klein 10 years. How am I not technical director? At least you should be director of something, at least. I mean, those, those titles are just, just they just deal just them, throw out. them out. Meaningless. Yeah. They're all meaningless. Yeah. All, all it means is you got to go, you got to get coffee every now and again, cash your paycheck. Be fine. I still don't know that P. Vianus is fired. How did P. Vianus go from general manager of the galaxy to halftime analyst? At least as far as I heard, no other jobs in soccer between the two. General manager, halftime analyst for the team he got fired as general manager from. No other, no other soccer related jobs in the middle. Hey Amen. You gotta get good enough. Gotta, good enough to be general manager. <laughs> good enough to run your youth academy. Oh, good enough to be a general manager. It's a fun team, man. It's a yeah. fun. And that, look, this is why I don't get mad anymore. Because one day all these people will be gone. And all of our complaining will not matter at all, at all. So you just yeah, try to enjoy it as best you can. For, for what it's worth, and you probably they probably won't recognize the name Michael Stevens when in five ten years anyway. So if we didn't talk about him, and Guessman didn't talk about him, and and LA is our house, and straight from the stands, and who am I forgetting? Uh, there's a main one I'm forgetting. I'm simply soccer. I'll toss in there. I know I'm forgetting one more. Say so LA is our house. Nag News. That's what I'm forgetting. Um, if all of us don't talk about Michael Stevens as the director of scouting for two weeks, it goes away. The news story it's, goes away. It's, it's, a, it's a galaxy news cycle. Yeah. The news story goes away. Yeah. We won. Dejan got lifted into this, into the Lars box. Hey. And that's what the galaxy will, will, you know, put out some like nice jacket and people are like, Oh, sweet. You'll never, yeah. You'll, you'll, I, I promise you, you'll never hear again that Michael Stevens is director of scouting. It just until, won't get brought up until it's like, hey, Michael Stevens is released as the head of. Till he's released, yeah. Till he's till he's till he's like, and look, I hope he is successful. Or he finds some job he, somewhere else. I hope he did. Did you see what his uh, his experience was? Like three years at U.S. Soccer and a year at part time. 
part-time, three years part-time with U.S. soccer, one year with the Chicago Fire, director of scouting for the so-called largest team in the country. Three years part-time for the maybe, entire maybe U.S. men's national team. Maybe, maybe he'll be good at delegating, you know, no. I mean, to whatever still, scouts we're going to be hiring. What other scouts can you name? He still, he still answers to Karofsky. Who technically was like the only scout we had. Yeah. It's, would, it's, it's when, a fun time, man. When he would just talk to like one French dude and the French guy was like, yeah, I got, I got players for you. I got plenty. Can they play? Yeah. Uh, you got to offer me a little more than they're worth sure. and we'll make it work. We'll make it work on the back end. Don't worry about it. I mean, what, allegedly, what's, allegedly. What's your, what's your definition of playing? Like, what do you, you know? They'll show up. Hey, they show up. Someone I saw on Twitter, someone was like, Cabral's the worst DP we've ever had. And someone was like, well, he shows up to work. So he's got GOB. And you're like, yeah, he's got GOB. Geo cost $40 million, didn't show up to work. So yeah, he's got him beat. Um, we started talking about Nashville. We really, really went off the road. Um, dominated. I, dominated. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seemed like a Nashville. We'll go back to We'll go back to Nashville. Okay. Seven runs uh, of one. Nice. So what were you worried about? We're, we're terrible. <laughs> we're awful. That's what I'm worried about. Um, but with Nashville, it, it definitely seemed like they were ready to to get done with their eight road game, you know, opening of the season to get back to home where they're going to open their new stadium. So they definitely were like, we're just going to sit back and this game is going to be a nil nil as much as 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 close as possible. And it definitely seemed like it was going to be like it was it was frustrating from from a galaxy standpoint of having like 65% of the possession or something crazy like that. And That's all I would have thought more holding off, holding off Nashville to, you know, one shot on goal. Um, again, the, that's coming down to, you know, Sega Koulibaly. Um, you had uh, uh, revolution had a, had a great game. Um, the midfield I think is, is, is really been, been great at holding that center midfield, especially. Um you know, did you I, see Koulibaly's, uh, uh his heat map? Yes, I did. Spent the majority of the game in Nashville's half. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's so crazy. Like the slower of the two center backs. <laughs> that's, how, that's how dominant we were. That's how high up we were pressing. That's how much of the ball we had. Uh, he played full 94 minutes, had 94% passing accuracy, won just under 70% of his duels, like – you're not going to, you're not, you can't ask for more from that guy. That's yeah. he's, he's doing everything you need him to do. So here's some numbers for you. Uh, total passes. The galaxy had 719 to Nashville's 342. So doubling, <laughs> doubling their, their passing uh, accuracy. Galaxy had 89% to uh, Nashville's 78.4, five corners to Nashville's two uh, offsides one compared to Nashville's five um, Nashville beat us in duels. Uh, even on 11 tackles each one. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely a dominant performance from the Galaxy. Um, and we've seen in the past where they have issues breaking down teams. Uh, we saw it with Chicago. We saw it with Nashville now. We've seen it where I think teams have figured out if they sit oh. back, they can, they can frustrate and, and if we if we find a team that's gonna, you know, be able to counter us and actually have strikers who are gonna be able to score on us, it's gonna be it'll be interesting. Well, part of it's like we sh- we don't have that you know we don't have that cam we don't have that ten we don't have that decisive passer. Vasquez isn't playing. Efrain is still really shaky and and isn't putting together consistent performances. And I, the argument is always that he's young, but it's also his fourth season on the team. So you expect him to, to start getting around to this and you're still finding games where that guy disappears for long, long stretches of it. Um, we just don't have someone to put that final ball that kind of unlocks a defense and kind of breaks down something that like uh, Luka Modric does and not, not obviously not to that standard, but uh, a player that, that finds that ball that makes it through two or three guys passes through the channels and can get, get onto Chicharito. It's still mostly crosses, um, whether it's low, even the Dejan 
goal against Nashville is a cross from, from uh, Derek Williams that's over the top. So we're, we're, we still struggle with that through ball so a team can get set up and can, can almost set up like a low block and keep us from, from getting a shot on goal that's going to be a high scoring, uh, a high scoring chance not just a shot. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's shots on goals and then there's an opportunity to score a goal. We're still getting shots off. They're just not going, they're not doing much. Yeah. Cause you have, you have it where, where they, you obviously see where the game's more open. Um, you know, teacher sees more of the field. He has more open space. Um, you see, you have teams where they're, they're doing the low block. And so now you have, you know, four or six guys around him where, you know, if the game is a little more open, you only have like, you know, two guys, three guys at the most that he can, he can work through. So it's, it's definitely a lot harder, but the, you're seeing we, the, they're getting chances and, you know, it's just the finishing on anyone, but a Chicha or Dejan, like there's, there's gotta be someone who's going to finish those chances. Yeah. And you don't even want to say a Chicha or Dejan, cause this is his first goal of yeah. the season. Like it's, Chicha, it's for the most part, it's, it's still, if Chicharito is not scoring, we're not scoring. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to the earlier issue of his hamstrings and, and the amount of minutes he's going to get. If your whole team is built around, if this one guy doesn't score, you need to do everything in your power to make sure he stays as fit as possible. Because if he goes down, we're done. Like we're, we're, and that that's the truth of the matter right now. You, everyone who's, who's online is music, a young person's uh, phrase. Every person who's online standing this, this Dejan, it's his first goal of the season. If Chicharito goes down, we are done. We are sinking. We sink like a rock. If playing him full games or playing him deep into a game is, is irresponsible at this point. We have to because we're not scoring. We're scoring very late, and you know we're holding teams off until the last minute and things like that. But if 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 he goes down, we're done. We're just we're we're utterly screwed. But the main argument for starting Dejan shouldn't be that Cabral is terrible, although it's it's a solid argument. A, a, a good argument for starting Dejan is he needs minutes in the event Chicharito eventually goes down because historically he is eventually going to go down. And when that happens, you don't want the person who's replacing him to have 64 minutes on the entire season and you're halfway through or you're going into May where you have six games and the guy that you're playing, say, say Chicharito goes down at the end of April. Say he goes down, you know, knock on wood. Say he goes down in the next game. Say he goes down against RSL. So you're going into you're going into May with six matches with with Dejan who hasn't really played and Cabral who has no business playing, and that's it. That's what you got. You got Costa who can't play who can't play ninety minutes. Cabral who shouldn't play ninety minutes. Grancier who can't play ninety minutes. There there should be another plan. There you know we're usually at this point of the season we're waiting we're getting rumors and we're hearing you know back in our day, you're hearing about who might come in and uh, I. It, this day is for the young people, for the, the kids. But, it, it, you know, back in our day, in our in our heyday, by this time of the year, you would be hearing rumors about who might be coming in and, you know, we're rumored to this guy and the Galaxy are trying to get this dude over the line. The last couple of years, and again, not a bitch fest. I'm happy that we're doing well. Like, I'm, I'm happy we got four clean sheets. I'm happy we're, we got sellouts. I'm, in general, I'm happy. But I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a cautious person. And and certainly when it comes to the galaxy, I, I look at the lineup cautiously and looking at it cautiously, like we're still set up with a recipe for disaster. If Chicharito goes down and historically he, he will, he, or he is very likely to, I should say, um, we're going to be in trouble. We're going to be in big trouble. So I, I hope that's not the case. As you say, May, we have six games. That's, that's, there's a lot of likelihood that we're going to need to see some rotation. And you're, it's good that Dejan is scoring late into April and making a great name for himself late into the month leading into these six games because he's giving himself, he's making the case, hey, if it's me or that fucking kid, there ain't no reason in the world that kid should be getting more minutes than me outside of you covering for the fact that you made a signing you had no business making. That should probably be investigated. If there was anyone interested in, in you know, all that jazz allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly um yeah and it's it's you know we've we've seen this this is the same story over and over where we know we need a second striker we know that if we rely on the one guy that 
if he goes down, then our entire season is more than likely screwed. Over. Yeah, yeah. it's over. I, well, you know, it's funny. I was talking to someone on a on Guessman's Discord. We were we were weighing the so the issue is if for everyone who's like Cabral out, you know, we got to get rid of Cabral. We got to MLS people are like you got to cut bait. There are stipulations for Cabral being a young designated player that allowed the three uh, U-22 signings. Julian Araujo on a contract he he shouldn't be eligible for, but, you know, shh, we'll talk about that. Uh, Efrain Alvarez on his renewed U-22 deal and, and Dejan, of all people. So what happens if you get rid of Cabral? What we were discussing was, so looking at the benefits of Cabral as a young DP and what you get in the, in the three U-22s, Say we didn't sign Cabral. We missed out on the playoffs by a ref's decision last year. A ref's decision in the Kansas City game, which I had completely forgotten about. A ref's call in the Kansas City game dropped them down to seventh, which bumped us out of the playoffs altogether. So say you don't sign Cabral. Say you sign any other half-competent soccer player as a DP, right? Say you signed Ed and Zeko whatever, uh, as a, as your third DP, you already had Julian, you already had Efrain and Dejan, I think had six starts, 17 appearances. He only got two goals and those two goals were against LAFC. You sign another, any other DP in Cabral spot. We probably make the playoffs. Like we're, we're a worse team with Kevin Cabral and the U22s that we were able to sign on account of him then we would be able, then we would have, if we didn't, and if we had that spot open or if we use it on somebody else, at least if we, if we did a Douglas Costa, you know, 18 month, two year deal, we would be, we would be the end of this season out from having another open designated player spot in a world cup year and figuring out what we want to do. But if you look at it, that's what makes it worse. That's what makes it worse. Just like the, the length of everything. It's a long time. It's such a long deal. It's a really long deal on, on, on (laughs) players that, you have no idea how successful they're going to be. Yeah. And yeah, it's a big risk and you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, big risk, big reward or whatever. But when has that paid, when has that paid off in the last five years? What, what, well, big, was, what, what where, where have we signed or sold anyone for big money? Ever, 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 ever. The, the one, the one that you would point to that I can, that I can think of, and you please correct me if I'm wrong. The closest that I can think of, was Jose Villarreal going to, um, where do you go to Pachuca? Cruz Azul. I think it was Cruz Azul. Yeah, Cruz Azul. And then we sold Omar to Pachuca for $2 million. That was it. Or what about, um, uh, well, I mean, I guess it wasn't really our deal. What, Ariel Antuna going to. Uriel. Yeah, but it's not, that wasn't our deal. That was, yeah. all, that was a player we took on loan that we made look good for Manchester City, who then flipped him for $10 million because we were never going to pay it. But if we if we bought Uriel Antuna instead of Kevin Cabral, we make the playoffs last year. <laughs> we we would probably be a better team for sure. It'd be a much as, better team. As, yeah, as much, much as team. as much as I, I was like not a big fan of his, like you, yeah. I like I, I I thought there was more there. I, I I didn't think we got everything that was he was developing still. Yeah, and it was I thought raw, it was fine. There was a lot of raw attributes, yeah. but there was more there than we had gotten. And I, I definitely thought we had he had more to offer. I didn't I didn't understand a lot of the hate that kid got, um, but I, I get it. You know, he was the way the galaxy tend to position certain players. Um, you're asking more of them than a loney for Manchester City who is never going to play for them. And the way he should be positioned is he's a loney for a team he's never going to play for. So let's see what we can do out of him versus you know the galaxy putting a mural of him up somewhere or whatever the fuck they would have done. We could have done so much more with that kid than we ended up doing, but it's all to say, like, we're wasting, we're wasting valuable time of Javier in the same way we wasted valuable time of Zlatan in the same way we wasted valuable time of Nigel de Jong's in the same way we wasted valuable time of Ashley Cole. Like we're wasting time of these players who aren't coming back. Brian looked at myself in the, in the mirror today. And I was like, Ooh, way more gray hair than I'm used to seeing. Like I'm stressed to the gills. Don't get me wrong. I got a lot of shit going on and all that, but time is passing. 
we don't get we don't get arguably the best. And look, I'm, I say arguably. I love Todd Donovan. I love Todd Donovan. I love Todd Donovan. I don't want this to be. I don't want this to be you know oh, questionable in any way. Here comes the but. But how do you? You're telling me you're you're honestly telling me Todd Donovan was a better left back than Ashley Cole? Like, are you crazy? Come on, it's ridiculous. We wasted the best left back we've ever had. We wasted the best defensive midfielder we've ever had. We've wasted, at least on talent and on skill, we wasted the best striker we've ever had. We waste talent. We waste time and talent now. It's what we do. We're wasting Chicharito's time. We wasted Zlatan's time. We wasted Nigel de Jong's time. We wasted Ashley Cole's time. This is what we do. This is who we are now. We're a team who, who brings it. We're Manchester United. We bring in talented names, and then we waste their time. Now, Man United's got a whole different issue where their, their players don't seem to want to play very much. But we get these guys that we have no real business being able to sign, and then we waste their time. It's, it's, it's I don't know. There, there doesn't seem to be a way to fix it because we're, you know, we're focused on different things. We're focused on, in the same way as Man United, we're focused on, on marketing and getting out ahead of, you know, competition and and we're savvy and you know we're we're these things and you know we're that and for the community and we're doing all this other shit we don't we're not in the business of winning games if you're in the business of winning games we're preparing Dejan to play significant chunks of minutes because we're getting ready to come up on six games in a month yeah he's gonna there's there's a couple of months where those games are going to be every four where we're squeezing squeezing every summer friendly that we can and just packing them on in, packing them on in. When you got one forward who plays games, you have one center forward who gets and to play know, minutes. You know it's going to be in the contract where he has to play. So and you know he's playing. You know yeah. he's playing them games. I mean, playing against unless he gets injured. Game. Unless he gets injured, he is playing them fucking games. And we all know what games I'm talking about, and I haven't even said it. You're all racist, not <laughs> me. But all he's right. playing every fucking minute of those games. All right, let me read this uh, email Big Tony sent us. Uh, again, appreciate you, Big Tony, for all the work you do, sir prognostication and this is a nice uh, summary of all the things we missed up so uh, we're gonna read it um well i guess it's time for an update the last time the boys were on the air they had just made predictions for the chivas usa version 2 game if you'll think back chris predicted a 3-1 win ed thought we would see a 2-2 draw and ben expected a 1-2 loss well i guess we know that only chris notches some points as ben and, and lack of faith still hurt them again plus it's gonna be a three-peat uh, plus, Chris picked up a bonus point for Chicha's slotting ho- one home. Then came the visit to Chicago. Ed was finally convinced the G's would, would uh, bring home a win. Uh, so much like Chris, they foresaw a win in the cards. Ben, of course, does not believe in the team and expects, a lo- uh, expects losses. Well, the fire turned the game into an ugly, ugly display of soccer, and it ended nil-nil. So no points for anyone for that game. Finally, it was time for the G's to host Nashville back at their digs. Going to this game, only Chris thought we would see uh, the win. I mean, Nashville, right? Come on. Who would expect a draw or a loss? That would be both Ed and Ben. Who expected a draw? So Chris <laughs> grabs yet another point while Ed and Ben continue to get nothing. So with a quarter of the season gone, Chris leads with six points while Ben only has one and Ed still has nothing. Seriously, it would be difficult to get as few points as Ed. In fact, I'm going to figure out a way for my dog to do predictions and I bet she will do better than Ed by the end of the season. Dog treats. Dog treats. Ed, be prepared to lose to an adorable Chihuahua Terrier mix. Uh, that sounds adorable. That sounds adorable. Listener predictions. Oh, there's so much to go over. Uh, come out, coming out of the Chivas USA uh, 2.0 game, 10 people corrected, correctly predicted the score and as well as, uh, and well as one of the goal scorers. So they picked up four points for their efforts. The predictors of the correct score and goal score list uh, include Chris G, uh, David Klein, by the way, congrats on the baby, David. Beautiful, beautiful baby. Uh, Victor L, Ron L, Brian with an M, Brian with an M, uh, Matt Erickson, uh, Robert the Bruce, Jose A, Darth Musk, and Ivan. However, Ivan predicted a Galaxy own goal, so only only bags three points while the rest oh. get four. Uh, then came the ugly draw Chicago where Chris G and Steven, our good friend, Steven Ma, uh, correctly predicted the nil, nil scoreline. By the way, Steven in Chicago for that game. So, so good on him for being there and predicting the scoreline correctly. Uh, interesting. This is the only time in the last six games that Steven didn't predict the G's own goal. Uh, if he'd stop doing that, he'd be tied for fifth. 
uh, <laughs> but nope, he's uh, he's still trying to hit it big. I, I guess he's a gambler. Uh, seven other listeners predicted a draw as well, but expected to see some goals, so they picked up uh, a point. Otherwise, it would be it was no points for the rest of the predictors. Uh, finally, get to the Nashville game. Well, we did have thirty-seven listeners predict the win out of forty-one. Only four people correctly predicted a one-nothing win. Unfortunately, no one expected uh, Yobelik to slot one home, so no one picks up bonus points for the goal scorer. Only the four listeners, Ramsey, Steven, Uncle Dishwasher, and Walter C. get points. However, as I mentioned, Steven uh, predicted an own goal by Koulibaly, so he lost one of his hard-fought points. Um, wait, I know you. I know what you're saying. Steven correctly predicted the 1-0 scoreline, but also predicted a G's own goal. Yep, he followed the brave course. He followed the brave course originally set by a few other listeners and forgot how to do the maths. Uh, come on, guys. It's not that difficult. So where does everyone stand now? In first, thanks to his two big weeks, Chris G leads with 13 points. David Klein and Victor L follow closely with 12 points. And Jason L comes in third uh, with 10 points. And he says he'll send out the link to full standings and prediction links uh, in the emails this week. Uh, looking forward, this Saturday, the G's travel to Utah to face to face fake Salt Lake. Uh, for anyone going to watch the game, please remember to do classic Jamesy chant. Salt Lake sucks. Fresh water's better. Anyway, the third uh, place, the third place G's take on sixth place RSL. The G's have three points on RSL plus a game in hand. RSL have been poor in form lately, having drawn three and lost two in the last five. One of those losses was in the open cup to Northern Colorado Hailstorm FC. Wow. What a name. Uh, never heard of them, but they beat RSL one, nothing. So maybe the G's have an opportunity to grab some points on the road, especially if they can turn the goal score and falls it on as RSL allowed six goals by New York uh, city FC, but kept the clean sheet versus Portland in their last match. It's an early game. So get your predictions in before the 1230 PM kickoff. The link will go out tonight, but she gave, sent me that yesterday. So uh, maybe it's on his Twitter. Um, let's see. <laughs> he, he gave us the prediction order. And then he says, after you've picked Pippi, the galaxy game predicting dog prediction dog, uh, awesome. we'll, we'll, we'll place her, her uh, prediction. Do you, do you know about the hailstorm? I don't know, but I know they, they are like a new brand new team or something this year. Right. So that's who they played in the open cup. And it was their, I think it was their fourth competitive game and they got drawn against uh, where the their fourth competitive game were the first, I think two of the first three, were open cup qualifiers like the open cup rounds and their fourth game was against RSL <clears throat> and they beat them. I want to say one, nothing uh, to progress in the open cup and, and knock them out, which Manny says we're going after Manny says we're, yeah, we're shooting does. for a trophy this year. And I, be- I believe him in a way. I never believed Bruce arena. I will be on that bus to, to orange County. You going? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. So he actually had his dog predict a, a score life in this game. Uh, so, so he says, why don't you toss Galaxy, it out? Cause you need all the help you can get. I know. Right. Pippi, the Galaxy game prediction dog. Uh, he says, I, I placed some treats on the floor on top of some post, uh, some post-it notes, whatever Pippi chooses first, that's her prediction. So for her, her, her first prediction is the G's lose three, two. Well, we will see how she does. I haven't figured out a good way for her to predict the goal scores. So since she's a Chihuahua, she'll go with Chicha brace. Uh, good luck, Ed. Wow. And I'm, I'm pretty sure predicted a loss. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that dog's going to beat me in the prediction game because I am. I'm awful this year. Let's see. I, how, let's been, see how you go here. I've been really bad. Um, I feel like this is going to be like a trap game just because RSL have been bad. And we're riding on, on a, a nice wave. But I feel like I should go against my gut feeling. Because my gut's been really bad. <laughs> You're so little trusting yourself. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to go with my last prediction. I'm going to go 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw? Oh, wait, I'll, say, I'll say Chicha with one. And then I'll say, let's go with Koulibaly for a second. <laughs> Set piece goal. What, what are you doing? Wait, why are you going? You going as bold as humanly possible? Set piece goal. You're trying to get back into this. Give me extra points for it. Okay, uh, I will take. I'm going to go nice and easy. I'll take a one nothing chicharito. Um, Smash and grab or what? 
Smash and grab. Yeah. I mean, well, this is the thing. RSL is not great. They're sitting on a negative four goal differential. We're at a positive four. I like to go with tracer. You always, you can always trust the goal differential for how you're, how it's likely to go. Um, they're really not great. They don't have Rusnak who would have scored against us, yeah, uh, which, would, which would have, have driven me into the one, one. It's more that I can't see them getting a goal against us, given how we've been playing with the four clean sheets um than necessarily my trust in us i i really want to pick i really want to pick dejon to get a goal but it's just it's too risky so i'm going to go with chicharito as a safe bet one nothing call it night all right um i don't think we put out a post for for lightning round questions so i didn't yeah so then neither did i but that's, that shows you how much of a prepared show we, we have for you guys. We're, we wanted, yeah, we're figuring we, this out. We wanted to get something out for you guys because it has been a couple of weeks. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Uh, Chris, where can they find you on the social, sir? Uh, don't. We're cool. Yeah, we're we're good this week. Leave me alone. Leave me I want to be left alone this week. You, normally it's it's zero for one thirty eight on good reads, good reads, good reads, good reads, and Twitter machines. Yeah, just good reads. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at edthezombie thirteen. Uh, you can find the show at excuse me. There's no mute buttons on this thing. So podcast ninety six. Podcast ninety six. Something. Uh, YouTube.com slash the Squadcast Pod. Uh, email us at squadcast ninety six at gmail.com. Tony's. Um, we should be giving out Big Tony's since he doesn't tweet from the. Oh yeah, the, Big Show. It's Big Tony underscore forty two. I believe forty two. Yeah, yeah. So Big Tony underscore forty two. That's where you get all your prediction game links and all that stuff. So if you want to participate, um, and you can probably join now and still, you know, beat me. He hasn't done. He hasn't done RSL yet. So I imagine by tomorrow it's going to get posted. Perfect. Um, so yeah. So join. Join in the game. It's fun and. And get on that. Um, I'm giving him the Twitter account tomorrow. I keep meaning to do that. He's, I just looked at his Twitter followers. No disrespect to him. I just looked at his Twitter followers. It genuinely doesn't make sense that he tweets it from his account. Well, we usually, we usually always retweet it anyway. So. Yeah, but if we don't, then it just doesn't work. Like, it doesn't make <laughs> that any sense. I see true. him in the Discord. I'm going to give it to him right now. That is true. So follow the, the Squadcast Twitter account, and Tony will, will and tweet then, it out. And he'll tweet it out from there. And, yeah. yeah. I'm going to do it right now. All right, buddy. Anything else before we head out of here, man? Uh, if anyone knows how I can get marijuana in the lovely state of North Carolina, North Carolina. Uh, yeah, specifically Raleigh, but yeah, it's a uh, not fun. Yeah, that's great. That's it. That's all I need. <laughs> that's all I want from all of you. Everybody else, leave me alone. All right, everyone. Hopefully, uh, you guys have a good week. Hopefully, we'll, we'll forget this out for next week and. Safe. Saturday, we we're recording on Saturday. We're recording right after the game. Ben's got to, Ben's going to figure out how to go live after the game. We're going to do a live show right after the game. Commit to it, Ed. Commit right okay. now. We'll figure it out. Well, I'm not committed to nothing. Commit, Ed. Commit. Commit. This is my last show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Love you. Bye.